Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Josh all with you today. Just want to recap training camp yesterday. The four of us dogs went up to training camp uh, as personal friends of Coach Stump Mitchell, the running backs coach for the Cleveland Browns. We got kind of some behind the scenes experience yesterday. It was a ton of fun. We're going to do an episode later in the week previewing the final preseason game against the Chiefs on Saturday. And all four of us will, you know, kind of chime in, recap our experience from training camp. But I just kind of wanted to give you some of my team observations from yesterday. I want to compare them with some notes from a, a writer from Dogs by Nature who was there yesterday as well. And just kind of see where our, you know, what he saw and what I saw kind of differ and where we're the same. And then there's two players in specifically that I want to talk about today on the show. So before I dive into all that, please make sure that you like and subscribe on YouTube. Like this video, subscribe, tap the notification bell. You don't want to miss any new stuff we have coming out. Um, we're going to have more lives. We've done the last couple uh, recap shows have been live shows, been real a lot of fun with the chat. And... Um, Make sure you follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Threads, if you're using that. Uh, we're everywhere right now. And again, if you want to listen to the podcast, just find us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever podcasting platform you guys like to use. So before we go any further, I did want to mention, we put out a poll last week on Twitter, said choose your Browns legend to add to the 2023 roster, to the current roster. Now we did this on a show uh, last week or the week before, it, it spawn this 
poll that we put out on Twitter, and it was left tackle Joe Thomas, kicker Turner Josh Cribbs, linebacker Clay Matthews Jr., kicker Phil Dawson. We got 50 votes on Twitter, and it was a, actually a lot tighter race than what we thought. We, we all four of us on the show said the clear answer is Phil Dawson. If we could just shore up that kicker situation right now, you think about, and we, we've said it again and again and again, the average margin of victory in the NFL is 3.5 points. So if you can rely consistently on your kicker to be making the, the field goals and the extra points, you eliminate the, the risk of losing those close games on that average margin. So Phil Dawson won the poll with 50% of the votes, but Joe Thomas was right behind him at 40%. Clay Matthews got 10%. Josh Cribbs, not a vote, which goes to show you how little emphasis is placed on the, the kick returning position right now in the NFL. It's not what it used to be, especially kickoffs. This honestly, this could be the last year for kickoffs guys. It really could be. They every year is a new rule uh, furthering the progression of the elimination of kickoffs. Punt return, and eh, you come on. We've got receivers and, and backup running backs, backup cornerbacks, you know, defensive backs, guys like that who can who can return punts. The the position is becoming much more obsolete, unfortunately. So Phil Dawson wins the uh, the poll. Would love to see him on the Browns right now, uh, considering the kicker situation, which we will dive into later in the week. I'll mention a little bit about it today, but not a ton. And before we move on, real quick, Browns fans, here in Ohio, we have an unbeatable NFL preseason offer just for you from Caesars Sportsbook. New customers get their first bet insured up to $1,250 by using our code DOGSFULL, all one word, when you sign up. Not only is your first bet completely insured, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. And we appreciate that. So if you haven't already joined the Caesars Sportsbook community, now is the perfect time to make your move. Football is right around the corner real football just remember to enter our code dogs fold during sign up and place that first bet this offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in ohio please gamble responsibly if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER check the episode description for the full terms all right so as i mentioned i got an article here dogsbynature.com uh, by Jared Mueller. He was at training camp yesterday, and so were we. As you can tell probably by my face, I forgot sunscreen, and it was really sunny. It wasn't a cloud in the sky yesterday. It was hot. I sound like I'm complaining. It was a beautiful day. I mean, the, you just can't ask for better weather than what's going on right now. Okay, so his first observation. Deshaun Watson in the offense is legit with explosiveness, great timing, and a mixture of talent surrounding him. You know, we saw some reports, and I, don't, I didn't even bother myself memorizing who, I, I think it was from The Athletic or whatever, who posted that Deshaun Watson has been unimpressive so far in, in preseason and training camp. That's not what we saw yesterday. There's a video on Twitter on our account that I took, uh, Deshaun Watson hitting Amari Cooper down the sideline for a big gain. You know, all the, these, were, I guess I shouldn't say all these reports, that one singular report that all of a sudden is the national media norm now that Deshaun Watson is unimpressive and the passing game is unimpressive. I was thoroughly impressed yesterday. Deshaun Watson knows where to go with the football. And it, I kind of feel dumb saying that because Deshaun Watson's three-time pro bowler. He's gotten better every single season that he's played a full season in the NFL. He's been excellent, not just good, not just great, excellent at every level of football he's ever played, high school, college, pro. So to say that, oh, Deshaun Watson looks good in camp. He knows where to go with the football. He's hitting his receivers in stride. Well, no kidding. I mean, this is Deshaun Watson we're talking about. Too many people forget. You're not going to be forgetting much longer. 
Nick Chubb will be involved in the passing game, and the rushing attack will get a good number of attempts in games. Well, okay. Yeah, the rushing attack will get a good number of attempts in games. Yes, we're going to run the ball. We have Nick Chubb. We have Nick freaking Chubb on our team, who we got this meet, eh, sort of meet up close in person the other day. Nick Chubb is not a very talkative guy, but he's awesome. We all know that. And yeah, he's going to be involved in the passing game. We saw quite a few check down screens, uh, just Nick Chubb running routes, you know, with, with the offense yesterday. It was, it's good to see. I mean, he is a talented, talented football player. He's on the sideline, uh, just, just catching passes, passes, passes from other guys, just keeping those hands active and uh, trained. It, it's really good to see. All right, so Jared says the depth on the offensive line is good compared to the rest of the NFL, but the drop off from the starters to the backups is pretty big. Yeah, I, I because our starters are so good is is the reason for that. But I don't think that our depth is is all that bad on the offensive line. Now, one of the guys I did say we're I want to talk about two guys specifically today. One of the guys I want to talk about specifically is Dewan Jones. I'm not going to do it right here, but I will do it as soon as I get through his list here. Um, but Dewan Jones has been just an absolute pleasure, pleasure to watch in the preseason so far and at training camp. Um, Luke Whipler, again, he's kind of going under the radar. He's not getting the big, like, the push across Twitter and social media that Dewan Jones is for his performance in the preseason. But Luke Whipler, good Lord, that kid is playing out of his mind right now. Okay, so moving on, he says the defensive line is going to be a problem for offenses. Yes, agreed, 100%. That is going to happen. Our defensive line is what we saw last year and, you know, the the couple years before with Joe Woods and everything. Guys, if it's not completely different this year, I'll be shocked. I mean, you will see my jaw on this table when we record podcasts because these guys are after it. And uh, it's, it's good to see it. It makes our offense better when our defense is so good. You, you hear all Deshaun Watson, you know, through an interception in practice. Well, that's our defense making that play. So you gotta, you gotta take a lot of these things with a grain of salt. Again, Deshaun Watson throws a touchdown and pass. Well, who, who had busted coverage or did somebody just not who got beat? You know, you gotta look at it both ways. So there's, there's good and bad with all of these reports. He says, a small concern with the aggressive nature of the line will lead to big plays on counters, reverses, and even possibly play-action RPO-style plays. I don't, I don't disagree with him on that. He says, Jakeem Grant is making the roster. No other player was back to return punts. Okay, well, that part is true. No other player was, no other dressed player was returning punts. But Marquise Goodwin was back with Jakeem Grant the entire time that he was returning punts. Uh, Jalen Darden was around as well, both in street clothes. Obviously, they're you know they're not practicing right now. Uh, Jakeem Grant making the roster as a return man with the NFL's new rule regarding uh, the, the the kick returning and all that stuff. I just don't see how Jakeem Grant. I really don't see how he makes the roster as a return specialist, considering we don't really need him anymore. Like like we said at the top of the show with Josh Cribbs, it's an obsolete position. It's becoming that way. It's it's almost obsolete completely. And he really does not do much else as a receiver. And as we'll get into the receivers, which the second guy I really want to talk about today specifically is Austin Watkins. And uh, we'll, we'll get to all that. But, you know, Jakeem Grant making the roster as a lock. Jared, I'm maybe. I mean, I'm not saying you're I'm not saying there's no way. I'm just saying I don't agree with that. I don't think he's a lock to make the roster at all, especially as a return specialist right now in the in today's NFL. And he muffed at least two punts that we watched him 
uh, field yesterday. So there is that to consider as well. Uh, he says, Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been impressive. Josh Dobbs is the team's backup. Didn't see DTR take a snap in team reps Sunday. Accurate. Deshaun Watson obviously led all the first team reps and Dobbs led all the second team reps, which I think we kind of expect going into the season. You know, we get the emergency quarterback, which is cool. But I think entering the season, the Browns aren't messing around. Dobbs is your experienced veteran. He was here last year. He's been a backup. He started real games in the NFL before during the season. So to have him start the season as QB2, no surprise. I'm not shocked. Yes, DTR has played well. Yes, he looks like he very well could hold down the QB2 spot. But with the Browns in the situation that they're in where they're legitimate contenders this year with the roster that Andrew Barry has built and the coaching staff that Kevin Stefanski has put in place. There's no reason to force a rookie into that QB two spot when you don't have to. So starting up the season, yes, Dobbs at the two makes perfect sense. And that is what we saw yesterday. He says Donovan Peoples Jones could be the odd man out in targets with Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, David Njoku, and Nick Chubb getting the majority of passes thrown their way. Guys, there's a lot of mouths to feed this year, but one thing I do want to mention specifically that I saw yesterday, the connection with Deshaun Watson and all of his receivers, honestly. The, I mean, he knows how to throw a guy open. He knows where to put the ball for a guy to make a play on it. But it just looks like the chemistry he has with Amari Cooper is something special. And we saw that with Jacoby Brissett and Amari last year. We've seen it with Amari Cooper and David uh, or Derek Carr. We saw it with Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. We've seen it with Amari Cooper and every quarterback he's played with, honestly, in the NFL. Amari Cooper is one hell of a wide receiver. And his connection with Deshaun Watson is no different. It's just, honestly, it's probably just going to be even better because Deshaun Watson's the best quarterback he's ever played with. And the two connected on some big plays yesterday. And it was, it was just really good to see. This one's interesting. Jared uh, says that Cleveland's bosses value practice a lot based on his conversations. It, he's, he's estimating that the, the people in charge in Cleveland put 60% weight on practice performance and 40% on in-game performance. Okay. So he said this, this previous note is not only related to Cade York who did not kick at all Sunday. And what he means is in team drills because he was kicking just off a off a tee. Like we talked about, didn't see him with a holder, saw him kicking off a tee off on one of the practice fields, you know, just keeping his leg fresh, which again, with the problems that he's having in games, I just, that's one thing that I was hoping to see yesterday at training camp that we didn't see was an emphasis on the field goal attempt team, those situations. We didn't see any simulated pressure whatsoever on the kicking scenarios, trying to get Cade York more comfortable, more confident. Didn't see any of that yesterday. So, you know, while we walked away from training camp and the other guys will attest to this when we do our show, I think Friday night, we walked away very impressed with the whole team, the intensity of the team, the mentality, the chemistry you can see between, you know, guys on offense and defense and between the two units. I mean, it's, it's incredible. We've been to uh, training camp for the last four or five years now, and this is different than anything we've seen before. But I, it's not all positive for me. The lack of kicking game emphasis yesterday at training camp was disappointing. Um, let's see. He's just talking about moving practice with the weather, blah, 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 players being close. The third running back spot is still a very open competition with Felton, Wilkins, and John Kelly getting reps with the second team. 
I will say that we did see John Kelly get a few reps with the first team as well, spelling Nick Chubb. So, you know, if the Browns are putting more emphasis on practice than in these preseason games, then that might lead to John Kelly maybe has a leg up in the RB3 um, you know, race right now, though. Felton, like we said, he's just been the more impressive runner in these preseason games in terms of uh, the, the electricity that he runs with and being able to pick up first downs when we need them. But I will say that Jordan Wilkins, for being a 29-year-old running back, and you you know if you've watched this show long enough, you know that I have a little bit of a, um, a bias against you know older running backs. Now, not across the board, obviously. I know that Derrick Henry's exist, just not very often. Uh, typically, the age cliff does hit running backs about 27. Jordan Wilkins is 29. And I tell you what, he looks fresh though because he's not—he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him throughout his career in the NFL. He looks explosive. Um, he looked good in practice the other day. I was—I like Jordan Wilkins. I don't know if he makes this team at all, but you know, we talked about what running backs the Browns are going to bring in to battle it out in camp and kind of be a camp body. I think he was a great one to, to add. Let's see. He says that. Dewan Jones is not as ready to play as most fans media think. He's good for a rookie, but there's a big drop-off from the starting line to him. Now, I want to pull up a little bit of some stats about Dewan Jones because I really just don't necessarily agree with this one at all. Dewan Jones has been arguably, and he's definitely been the best offensive lineman for the Browns in the preseason. And as far as, you know, in terms of the whole league, he has, he's, he's been pretty impressive as well. So among all the offensive tackles who have played 125 or more snaps so far in the preseason, Dewan Jones is number one in PFF pass blocking efficiency at 99%. Okay. Dewan Jones through three preseason games, remember he, he got the extra game with the Hall of Fame game, which, you know, look at it however you want. But I'm looking at that like that's an extra game where he had more opportunities to give up pressures. Dewan Jones has played 175 total snaps with 100 of those snaps facing pass rushing pressure. Of those 100 pressure opportunities that Jones has faced, he's only allowed two total pressures on the quarterback. Um, He hasn't allowed a single sack. Not even a hit on the quarterback. The only pressures he's allowed were what PFF counts as hurries. So, Dewan Jones has been absolutely dominant in the preseason so far. So, what was interesting from training camp yesterday, Dewan Jones, I saw a report that said, you know, Dewan Jones was taking a few snaps at left tackle, you know, with the second string in training camp on Sunday. A little bit misleading. Dewan Jones took a ton of snaps. He was the primary left tackle for the second string offense yesterday. He played right tackle on a couple of the team drills, but I don't know if that's because they wanted to get, and and forgive me, I cannot think of the the young man's name. They wanted to get somebody else a couple reps over at left tackle. It was not James Hudson, by the way, who played left guard. Left guard, not left tackle at training camp. But Dewan Jones played right tackle a few times yesterday the rest of the the rest of the time whether it was individual team drills or i'm sorry individual offensive drills or like team offense and defense drills he was the starting left tackle for the second unit this episode is sponsored by omaha stakes 
Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner, and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Griller's Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers, and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. You're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword dogs in the search bar. See website for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so his next point here, he says, Marquise Goodwin is the happiest, friendliest teammate and really helps drive the passion of the team despite not being able to play. Wow, that's underselling that a bit, honestly, and that's that's a really good description because I'll tell you what, Marquise Goodwin came out of the locker room. We greeted all the players as they came out. It was it was an awesome experience, but when Marquise Goodwin came out, I mean, he just he had hype, energy, uh, just joy, just radiating off of him. I actually got to stand right next to Marquise Goodwin's mom as the players were coming out, it was so, it was pretty cool because she was asking me uh, who who a lot of the players were because you know Marquise is new to Cleveland. She's she's just new to everybody as well. She doesn't know all of his teammates, obviously. So I was telling her who who guys were. You know, oh, this is Siaki Ika. He's the Browns third round pick this year. Blah blah blah. Like it was it was really cool experience. She was super awesome, 
And, you know, Marquise came out, he came over, he, he spotted her, hugged her and, uh, the whole practice Marquise Goodwin was exactly that he was just absolutely bouncing off the walls. He, I mean, for a guy who can't practice right now and who's got a, you know, decently serious health concern at the moment, you would never be able to tell. So happy, so full of joy. He's down on the ground doing push-ups as the teams, you know, the the offense and defense are going against each other. He's out there. Uh, Austin Watkins is catching passes, running routes, coming off the sideline to get a breather. Marquise is slapping him up, giving him hugs, walking with him, talking to him, you know, giving him pointers, helping him out. He's back there with the return guys, you know, getting in their way, juking and things, just, just trying to help everybody out. And it was really cool to see just how great of a veteran presence a teammate that Marquise Goodwin is. I honestly can't say enough good things about this guy. And if, you know, I, I really hope the health situation gets cleared up for his health, first and foremost, above all. But, I mean, for the Browns as a team to have Marquise Goodwin, not just the guy, but the player on the field, you know, we're, we're not – we're not projecting that he's going to be ready to play this year now, unfortunately. But if he is, and there are some, op- there is some optimism that he will be. Uh, I think Marquise Goodwin could be an amazing get for the Browns. So, the last main point here uh, that I'm going to pick out of this article is Mark. Or I'm sorry, Austin Watkins has made plays in preseason games. He will still have a tougher time making the roster than most expect. Okay, when I first read that. I thought, no, this guy's off. This guy's way off. Austin Watkins is not going to have that tough a time making this roster. But the more I thought about it, I wanted to look at some stats, which I got pulled up here. And I it's it's by none of his own doing. Nothing Austin Watkins has done is going to make this hard for him to make this roster. He should be a lock to make the roster based on his performance already. But we know Andrew Barry and... We praise Andrew Barry all the time, but we're not going to sit around and say that any one person does 100% of things correctly. Andrew Barry has his flaws, just like any other person. Um, And one of those flaws is he holds on to draft picks on his rosters longer sometimes than he should. And I understand that there, there are times to practice patience with guys. I think Tony Fields is a great example of a draft pick that, you know, if you wanted to just cut bait after one or two preseasons of not that great a performance, he doesn't look like he's really getting it. You know, you might have missed out on Tony Fields where this preseason Tony Fields has shown that I think this guy's ready to really contribute to our defense. He looks awesome right now. And that's encouraging to see. But with Anthony Schwartz, it's been the same problems. It's been the same disappointing you know, things that you see on the field year in and year out and just coming to this preseason yet again, you're seeing those things. So I wanted to compare Anthony Schwartz and Austin Watkins because actually these two are probably the last two guys fighting for a roster spot in the wide receiver room for the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are using these guys as their top two wide receivers in the preseason throughout all three games so far. I It just... Based on the numbers, based on the snap counts and everything, that it just seems like the Browns know that they've got to make this spot count, and they're going to make these two show what they can to decide it. So, snaps played. Anthony Schwartz, 97. Austin Watkins, 91. So, let's look at their stats. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, targets. 
Austin Watkins has doubled Anthony Schwartz in targets, 24 to 12. He has tripled Anthony Schwartz in receptions, 15 to 5. His receiving percentage is 62.5. Schwartz is 41.7. And the thing that's interesting, and I know this applies to both of these guys, but Austin Watkins had 14 targets in that last game against the Eagles, and several of them were bad throws or throwaways or out of bounds over his head, uncatchable passes. And I wasn't able to find the true catch rate based on these preseason games, but the drop percentage, which I'll get to in a second, does tell part of that story. Uh, Yards. Austin Watkins, 245 yards. Anthony Schwartz, 40. Touchdowns. Austin Watkins, 2. Anthony Schwartz, 0. Offensive, let let me go to their individual pages real quick. This one shows a lot. So if you look at their offensive, just their PFF grades, and we know that PFF isn't perfect. It's not a perfect system by any means, but it's still indicative of the stats, which I'm breaking down for you right now. Offensive grades for Anthony Schwartz over three games, 44.8, 42 47.5, 50s and 50s. Listen to those numbers. Austin Watkins, 80.8, The guy is averaging an 85.9, almost 86 grade, and Anthony Schwartz is averaging 48, okay? The, the difference between these two guys could not be more clear to me. Let's see. There are a couple other stats I wanted to look at here. The the yards per route run. So let me just read to you PFF's description of what yards per route run indicates. And if you play fantasy football, you've probably heard this term. This is this is something that fantasy football analysts really use to evaluate wide receivers and who's going to be a good receiver and all that kind of stuff. So they say one of the most widely recognized PFF, PFF signature stats, yards per route run, takes into account the amount of snaps a receiver runs or the amount of snaps a receiver runs a route as an eligible receiver against the amount of receiving yards he gains for a particular game or season. This metric identifies those receivers who are big game changers on every snap rather than total receiving yards or total receptions, which may be buoyed by a monster performance such as a 10-catch game or a 200-yard receiving outing. So it helps level the playing field among receivers to show how what, what's your performance on a per-route run basis so if we look at these two guys yards per route run anthony schwartz is at 0.45 yards per route run less than half a yard austin Watkins is at 2.88 just under three total yards per route run if you want a little bit more that is number two overall in the entire preseason so far only behind rasheed rice who I think only played last week with the Chiefs. So that was just done on one game, and he had a big game. Austin Watkins, I mean, this guy is absolutely unbelievable. He really is. dot average depth of target. How far down the field are you getting open when your quarterback is, is targeting you? Anthony Schwartz, 8.7 yards. Austin Watkins, 15.7 yards. That's great. Guess what 15.7 is? More than a first down. So then the thing I wanted to look at, So Austin Watkins has been charged with just one drop on those, what did I say, 24 targets so far this preseason. Anthony Schwartz has two drops on just 12 targets. And this is a stat that I think is very interesting from PFS. So the drop percentage. So let me read to you what drop percentage means. 
or I'm sorry, drop rate, drop percentage, same thing. So drop rate is another individualized statistic for receivers. It takes into account the amount of catchable targets thrown a receiver's way against the amount of drop passes on those catchable targets. So it's, it's drops on catchable targets, not just total targets. This isolates the amount of actual passes that could be caught by a receiver, not the amount of total targets, and produces a better mark of how sure a receiver's hands are a given game season or career. So drop rate between these two. Anthony Schwartz, 28.6. Austin Watkins, 6.3. Such a huge disparity. And if you look at it, on receivers who have, what did I set this to? A minimum of just 10 targets in the preseason. That's it. A minimum of 10 targets. Anthony Schwartz has the third highest drop rate in the NFL right now at 28.6. The third highest. Where does the uh, 6.3% put Austin Watkins? Number two. That's right. Now, there are a handful of receivers tied at zero. They've got, obviously, lower um, routes run, lower targets than what Austin Watkins. The first receiver on the list that even has a number is Austin Watkins. Everybody after him is in double digits, and he's at 6.3 on the drop rate. Austin Watkins has played his absolute butt off this preseason, and if he doesn't make the Browns roster and Anthony Schwartz does, you know, we I, I've seen the criticism sometimes on, on YouTube and in the comments and things where they say, oh, you guys – you know, you like to paint the Browns in this real rosy picture and everything's hunky-dory and you support every player, blah, blah, blah. No, we don't. No, we don't. We do not absolutely do that at all because I'm telling you right now, this is a situation I'm watching closely because if Andrew Barry and the Browns front office and the coaching staff make the decision to keep Anthony Schwartz with his absolutely, and I'm sorry for the language, piss-poor garbage performance over the last three seasons and now again in this preseason, or last two seasons and now again in this preseason, um... Why, why, are, why are we holding on to this guy? Why are we holding on to him over a guy that is leading the entire NFL preseason in every stat category at wide receiver for the most part? Austin Watkins is the guy the Browns need on the roster. He's reliable. He makes catches. He catches damn near everything. He can make big plays. He can get open. He knows how to run routes. He knows how to how to mess with defenders. He's He's been extraordinary. And I know it's preseason performance. I get that. I get that. But the thing is, so is Anthony Schwartz. They are both playing against the same competition on defense, and, and, and Austin Watkins is vastly outshining him. I mean, it's not even close. You, If you just took the names off these stats and put them side by side and blind compared them, you'd say, uh, only if, if you said only one of these guys can make the Browns roster, absolutely nobody would pick the Anthony Schwartz line. Nobody would pick that stat line. So if Anthony Schwartz makes this team, it's strictly a name. And a draft capital investment decision has nothing to do with talent or performance. And I'm sorry, Anthony Schwartz, I know this is nothing personal to him. I'm sure he's a great guy, great kid. And I know he's had, you know, he's voiced some mental health struggles and things like that. We're sympathetic to all of it. But at the end of the day, the Browns need to win football games and Austin Watkins is that guy. I'm sorry, Anthony Schwartz just is not. So that's it for today. Just wanted to recap uh, training camp yesterday. What we saw, the big thing that we saw was the Dewan Jones playing left tackle on the second unit for most of the day. Thought that was an awesome move by the Browns. He's already shown through the preseason. This guy can dominate at right tackle. 
And I think the Browns really do just need to see where they can get out of him. Maybe at left tackle, it's worth a shot right now because, one, your offensive starting offensive line is set. You've got Wills and Conklin at your tackle. So there's no harm right now in moving DeWan Jones back and forth from right to left in the preseason and in camps and stuff like that just to see what the kid can do at the different positions. We're going to need him at some point this year, I'm sure, because injuries to the offensive line always happen. You know, Jack Conklin's never healthy for a whole year. I mean, come on, let's not kid ourselves. And Jed Wills, you know, he misses a game or two typically with injuries too. It's just going to happen. It's the NFL in 2023. So be prepared for that. But I think DeWan Jones has been a huge deal for the Browns. As far as Austin Watkins, let me know in the comments what you guys think. I mean, does Austin Watkins, has he earned his spot on this team? Go to PFF and look up the stats for yourself. If I mean, if you're a member, a premium member, go check out these, these deep stats because they really do paint a picture that Austin Watkins is performing on the field. And not just that picture, but they also show that Anthony Schwartz is not. So let me know what you guys think. Love hearing from you. To always interested to hear what you guys have to say because we're always talking back with you. We love the conversations. It just creates great interaction and content for the show. So... Uh, Like I said, we will be with you guys later in the week. We will uh, do a deeper recap of our uh, experience at training camp, and we will preview the last preseason game against the Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday. So until we talk to you guys on Friday, oh, and last thing, if you guys have not checked out the fantasy football projections for the Browns skill players with Rich Dawson from Dynasty Nerds, go check it out because that was a really great episode. And it's not just about fantasy football. I mean, fantasy football is indicative of what the guys are going to do in real life anyway. So listen to that. Interesting to hear what Rich has to say about what the Browns players are going to do in 2023. Talk to you guys later. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.